from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. First, want to offer congratulations. Good afternoon, by the way. Uh, this is uh, me, uh, Pat Dixon, and I'm talking to Mandy Statmiller. News for Mandy Statmiller, unwifeablebook.com is here. I've extended your name, by the way. I, oh, News I, or I, Mandy Stadmiller. I love the multiple middle names. What are you Unwifeablebook.com. Yes. What are you congratulating? Oh, yeah. I want to offer congratulations to the family of Karina Vitrano. Oh, right. Yeah. Vitrano was murdered by 22-year-old Channel Lewis, or would you say Chanel? I thought it was Chanel. Well, Chanel probably, but it sounds fancy. Yeah. It's like he's named after a perfume. Yeah. I wonder if he was the fifth kid, he'd be <laughs> Chanel number five. Oh, Wow. Wouldn't he? Your brain is a wonderland. Yeah, it is. I live in it all the time. Uh, he, he murdered her August 2nd, 2016. And that's decided now. So that's not that's no longer up for debate. Although I'm, v- I, I'm very glad to see that mom get justice. I am too. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about her choice words uh, immediately after the murder uh, here in a minute. But and in a way, congratulations seems like the wrong word because considering their loss... It's kind of like how it always seems so wildly inappropriate when Trump tweets best wishes after some horrific massacre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you say? Exactly. You yeah, know, best I, wishes is as the as the woke Stasi says, that ain't it, chief. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Nope. It's a, when do we get more than thoughts and prayers? I mean, I know that this was something that was on Veep or whatever, but right. it is something that people. It's it's one of those things people are supposedly sick of the thoughts and prayers, and they want action. Yeah. They want you passing legislation the minute something happens. Yeah. Why don't you care about like guns? Is a big one, you know. And they did that in New Zealand. Well, yeah, and the way that it should go is one ban Jordan Peterson's book. Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> Especially the semi-automatic rifle version of his book. Yes. Yeah, that is particularly dangerous. It, it's dangerous looking is the whole thing. Yeah. People, people were uh, picking out which guns they thought should be banned. I, I saw on this, I don't know, some young YouTubers yeah. page uh, on, their, on their channel. She was uh, putting out, she put up, uh, you know, the guns, pictures of them. And which ones point to the ones you know that you would that you think should be banned? And of course, people point to the scariest ones. A couple of them were laser guns from Star Wars. Really, which people thought should be banned. I thought uh, that was a bit of a dirty trick. Yeah, but kind also of. kind of like points up what people don't know anything, about guns. Anything you can't really have something be a trick without it having a real negative association. Uh, what do you mean a negative association with uh, with the trickster? Well, no, just it is uh, immediately imbued with just a nasty, negative, grimy, slimy film of filth to it if something but, well, is is a trick but it was you, you know you never hear someone say oh yeah they tricked me and it's positive That's it was a I'm very saying. clean trick a very like well executed trick it's like dirty you trick is thrown me. on there again your brain far superior to mine no because no no, no i mean honestly because because i said dirty trick or whatever it doesn't yeah. <laughs> no it, i just well i was just thinking of all the times when 
Because you'll say that. You'll say, you tricked me. Yeah. And it's never good. You trick me all the time. Yeah. You, you attempt to. I, I, I accuse you of tricking even when you're not well, that's necessarily true. playing a trick. It's, it is, uh, but it is that kind of accusation, you know, once, once you've been called somebody who tricks somebody, mm-hmm. uh, you get labeled a trickster. You can't, you can't shake the tricky. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those, the, you know, which other ones are like that, like, like child molesting, of course, you know, is one of those once somebody's a child molester. You uh you you have that that sense that wait look at Jared he's yeah. not going to be able to advertise sandwiches again uh, but I guess he was more than accused eh, never but from the say, moment- never say never because <laughs> you think he'll come back might, from that well I mean you don't know what's going to happen to society and they may start carving up babies to eat you know what I mean I know you don't like that real try the new baby sub that's what I'm saying the new six inch baby sub we have no idea yeah. where the world will be eat three of those a day yeah and you uh you'd want Jared Jared back on that horn for like an ironic yeah. advertising push like, once, wow. once, once you once you have really changed yeah once you got into cannibalism uh, you know it's uh it, it, cannibalism is uh it, we're not that far from it in this society I think and we're not that far from normalizing child molesting either which is sick it's a sick time they really want to frame it as uh, they're they're baby stepping into it by calling it a sexual preference uh, for like pedophilia now you I've don't, studied not all acting about this. on it not act oh, okay well then explain what am I getting Just, wrong? you're getting wrong that it's just too much. It's just. I'm getting it wrong that it's too much. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just saying when you open it, it's like you're opening, you know, a can of worms that's like a Russian nesting doll into all these other cans of worms. So what? It's just. I, well, and it is. I. It is true that 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 there are certain people. I mean, I, I watch. You don't remember me saying into our Alexa remote? Me, I kept saying, pedophile. Why, why would you do that? Because I did. What does that have I, to do with anything? Because I did a big story on pedophiles and child sex dolls, and there was a documentary called "I Pedophile," but it wouldn't pull up when I said that word. And now I'm on like five what, no, watch. Nothing lists. happens. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, if I type in "pedophile," the, the documentary comes up. "I Pedophile." Mm-hmm. It's all very dark and depressing. Oh no, really? It's well, not a feel-good film. <laughs> uh, it's not a life-affirming journey. So the, the 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 reason that I think the whole pedophilia thing is so extra extra complicated is that, say, you were molested when you were a kid, and you let's say one was. Well, yeah. And so I believe that the research bears out that there can be sometimes, you know, it's a passed along wound where if you are are raped as a as a kid, you can ha- develop more likely the predilection. To do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, and uh but so there is this entire community online you can i mean i could send you some links it's okay. fascinating so what where they are, where they support one another yeah in not acting on these impulses okay great yeah good so, support community well i'm just saying how do I'm, they support it i'm just saying that i think that sometimes right wing extremists can see pedophilia everywhere and so they can <laughs> see something like that as normalizing whereas i see that as being 
preventative. Well, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I was just. I, I'm not talking about the particular thing yeah. that you could cherry pick out of the whole deal and say like, oh well, that's a, that's not a bad thing. Uh, what I'm talking about are like, this, for instance, the German woman that I saw. She was a med student and she was giving us like some kind of weird TED talk type of thing about how uh, you know Jonas is a pedophile. And 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 she's I like, didn't see that. Well. no, you see, I've done my own research. Yeah, and, I, and and she's talking about how like Sounds if he doesn't, he, he all the bad things that he suffers because of it. Like he cannot say, for instance, go to the beach with his friends without because he would have to tell them that he's a pedophile and may become aroused. And so, it's just yucky. Hold on a second. Yeah. And so, like the point being, they make a distinction. It's being a pedophile is just a sexual preference, and if you don't molest anybody, then okay. That's the that's the baby step that we're being asked to take. So have, it still I doesn't have, result have, in okaying molesting. I have not seen a mainstream source saying we should regard this as just a sexual preference. Well, that's, they don't think people are ready for that. Well, so then what you about, are in there are, conspiracy theory nutter town because uh, what, uh, if you're cons- like, well, they're not saying it, but they're kind of saying it. What conspiracy theory nutter town are you talking about? But I said trying- I saw somebody say it. Okay. And, and uh, you know, they're not saying that yet in mainstream news, but when it beca- if it be- were to become a more prevailing point of view... I'm sure they would. This is where the world goes wrong. See, yeah, don't don't comment on that. Comment on what I just said. You you you're always standing back to take a broader look at like you know what I'm saying, right? When it right when it suits you. I don't understand. Are you? Am I, can I can I comment first with what I wanted to comment? Please do. Okay, let's see if I can remember it. I'm very tired. Okay, so what I was going to say is that I don't think. We will ever solve the evils and the ills of this world without extreme empathy and understanding. And that includes for the most despicable, for the most vile, because otherwise, you know, we, how, how are we going to deal with rehabilitation and recidivism and all of these complex issues? And so that TED Talk speaker was asking humans to do a very difficult task, which is to find empathy in their heart for the most despicable, heinous, uh, abusive kind of person imaginable, Mm. which I think only contributes to good things in the world when we... I mean, that's how you prevent more school shooters, is, is having more empathy for these fucking little psycho autists who are and i say that as a with love i say that on nice. a I that's say a that very on empathetic the, way of referring i say that to on the spectrum myself you know so yeah i feel like i have the spurg card to spurg it up with such references okay okay before you before, before you bury it in all these uh yeah, yeah, yeah self-referential yeah. explanations oh how God. about uh the fact that you didn't see the ted talk and so what she was actually saying was okay. that there's nothing wrong with what the guy's feeling there's nothing wrong with it and now you're labeling it as despicable vile you know dangerous she's not saying empathy for them because they she's saying 
He's done nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. So we should just accept that, and it shouldn't be a big deal to talk about it mm. and stuff like that. I really want to see it. See, I, I consider that more of a normalizing step, but whatever. Yeah. doesn't matter. No, I see what I, you're saying. I think that we might generally agree. I mean, if you want to really just lose your fucking top, there is a since-deleted article that I believe was on Slate. That's the one I was about to refer to. I couldn't remember yeah, the name of the publication, only... which was pretty mainstream. Oh, very mainstream. I, yeah. I think you can... I think I, in my story about child sex dolls for the Daily Beast, I think I linked to the webcast version of that deleted article. Well, what do you think about child sex dolls? Uh, you know, I, I still don't have an opinion, but my... Well, I certainly do. Well, so my my... Here's what my gut says. My gut says that... You know, it's the same way with vaping. I mean, that's a really disgusting comparison. What do you mean? Well, okay, so if I if I vape nicotine, I'm going to end up smoking cigarettes. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's a that's a very so it's a gateway doll. Kind of. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah I, I, no, do, it, I do. I don't think that is a crazy thing to say, which some psychologists say that is a crazy thing to say so they think it's a crazy thing to say yeah of course there's they very do. very you know heartfelt debates on this topic yeah of course yeah yeah they, they, they're always very heartfelt when they're saying things like that well psychologists psychiatrists they have this like uh mm. I, I they tend to lean left has been you know like in, in terms of like who's out in front making these statements and and yeah. assessments and shit like that in public they're never. It's 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 very seldom as someone who's like, uh, no, this is a terrible idea. What are you talking about let those child molesters fuck a little kid doll uh, from the uh, American Psychiatric Institute or some shit like that? Then they like to have it both ways too. Like on things like, for instance, like uh, trans issues. You know, when the body uh, dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. Yeah. Thank you. They uh, that was at first. It was like a, a syndrome. Some sort of a like a disease, like a mental illness. Yeah, and now not, it's not not until I mean recently it was recategorized. Only changed in like 2015, yeah. maybe? right? I think that was yeah. yeah. And now it's and now it's not that right, but it still is that for all for like the use of say if if I wanted to get a sex change, I could go to the state and and they would have to pay for it. Yeah. So so that's weird. But to, yeah, so to get the What if I just want to go to the hospital and get a, my, my appendix out? I think what? it's probably harder. Uh, yeah, I, I think I was finally understanding that when I was reading I was just I was reading some of the recent stories about you know trans transitioning uh-huh. regret and what had uh, happened to those cases and those people. And that was the first time I was starting to understand what you were just explaining because I hadn't gotten that. Oh, right. That the only way to get the hormones of the surgery is to get that medical diagnosis, which is, yeah, I see what you're saying. Which is on the border of not being a medical diagnosis yeah. at this point. It seems like they have it both ways. So uh, it, it, it's, uh, I, 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 most people don't care what anybody does, really. No. They just don't want to, they maybe, don't want their tax dollars to pay for it, which is understandable. I mean, because like uh, you would like whatever that uh, costs thirty grand or more. I'm sure you know surgery is expensive, and I'm sure that kind of a, a surgery is expensive. I guess it's it's hard to imagine it not being considered elective, right? 
Like you would think it's elective, but then again, if they're paying for it, you would think like, no, it can't be elective. It has to be something that's truly needed. I I am honestly so beaten down from even having a discussion about that area. Oh, really? Yeah. To me, the I would much rather very informed other people have that debate, including people who are you know, saying things that are not okay with trans activists, oh, like, sure. like, like a, you know, Jordan Peterson or the scientific writer who wrote about, you know, uh, uh, rapid onset, uh, gender dysphoria. Well, there are some simple things you can say, like, I don't necessarily believe that my tax dollars, if I pay any, which I will, should be directed towards uh, something of that nature. Now that's a well, that, so that, now that's just an opinion, you know what yeah. I mean? Like which I'll have, and but I, I know what you mean because those, those kind of uh, the, the activists activists in those areas can be pretty aggressive, yeah. and you don't want to be labeled as any kind of like anti anything, but like especially if you're not, you know what I mean? Right, like there, right. there's like a, there's really not a, a lot of room for nuance when it comes to activists you know yeah. with them it's like they want you on board 100 percent. if you're not then you know you with me or again me well well, a perfect example is the um like elderly feminists who were being blocked by trans women like uh, very physically intimidating trans women from entering an event and screaming at them that they were Nazis. And that happened. <laughs> and, and someone actually wrote a, or that they were worse than Nazis, I think. And oh, wow. someone, worse so, than Nazis. Yeah. And someone actually, one of the activists who was involved in that, wrote um, an opinion piece saying, I regret my behavior. And, you know, I'm glad that one trans activist got arrested for assault and, you know, all these things. And, oh. yeah, it was just. Uh, they get I mean, caught up in the moment, I guess. They're I only guess human, so. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, anyway, uh, we should go back to congratulating the Fatranos, maybe, uh, because uh, this is a big day for them. Uh, where yesterday was in court. Um, it's uh, a long time coming. It's the second trial. Uh, the jury read the uh, verdict aloud, and uh, Philip, her father, her father Philip Fatrano, felt jubilant. He said. And uh, so that's we consider it a victory, uh, seeing the daughter's killer convicted of the crime of raping and murdering uh, Karina Vetrano. Uh, and I congratulate again the family. It's understandable. They've been on a long path uh, to get to this point. I think at one point there was some somebody, I, I, re, I read of somebody on Facebook, apparently there's a lot of people, there's some people, some very small minority of people who are, of course, very vocal, who think that, you know, this, somehow this guy isn't guilty or something like that and uh, had had even made some kind of horrible accusation. I mean, like, it just, like, you know, pointing at somebody else as far as the healing of somebody involved here. Yeah, I'd have to look at the... Uh, I, I'd have to look at why anyone was saying that for myself. Well, one of the jurors, actually, yeah. um, was saying uh, something along these lines, I read, in, uh, in the, the New, New York, York Post. Post. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it, and and the basis for uh, this juror saying this, who who is anonymous, uh, was he seemed like such a nice boy. Oh, really? He seemed so nice. Yeah. And then, but then said, "Well, I think justice is done." So it's like a, a an odd thing, you know, to say that. So he seemed so nice. Could he have done it? But I do think justice was uh, 
was served. So, like, wow. why entertain something like that if you obviously can't even stick by it until the end of your sentence, for Christ's sake? Uh, the guy, the, pe- People are willing to throw away DNA evidence, and they're willing to throw away... You know, the rest of the evidence, the confession, you know, people, it's, it's like if you, you can brush something off just by saying, oh, it was coerced. Well, why do you say that? You know, why do you say it was coerced? Why, not all confessions are coerced. It's possible right. to do that, maybe sometimes in some limited situations, but a lot of confessions are good. You've coerced me into one or two. A couple of confessions? Yeah. Really? Not to murders? Well. Not to something you're going to do long, uh, a the, long time in jail for. The Patsy and the Kennedy one. and No, I mean, for real. I know. Uh, and it's uh, uh, not in any way up up for debate, you know, that this guy ha- had confessed to the killing. Uh, you know, they didn't even get a break in the case for like six months. So there was not an arrest for six months. Wow. And and uh, now, now Lewis, Chanel Lewis, uh, he said he, he became angry with her after she tried to fight him off, and he punched her repeatedly, dragged her into the tall grass, where, in his words, quote, I finished her off. Yeah. See, the other thing about a confession is that sometimes it contains elements which truly incriminate you in a way that you couldn't have done if it was a false confession. So, you know, like by, for instance, like the number of times that he punched her five times or whatever, you know, if he, I mean, this is just a guess, but, but that is, you know, he hit her once, then five more times. Uh, The first time knocking her down five times after she was down, once she was unconscious, he dragged her away. He'd already been angry before he left uh, where he was, his home, which is, um, lives in a, like a, uh, housing project near uh-huh. Howard Beach uh, because his neighbors were playing loud music. Uh-huh. So he was angry about that. So uh, then he, he went and took it out on her. Uh, she was jogging in a place known as the Weeds by Jeez. locals when she was killed. So dangerous. What time What time was that? It was uh, in the afternoon, I do what? believe. Oh I believe it was God. in the afternoon. That's terrifying. Yeah, I don't think it was at night or anything. That's terrifying. Now, this, now that's something I should know, but I don't know that. I took a lot of notes, but I don't, I don't have the, uh, the time mm, when, it, when it supposedly happened, but I don't believe it was nighttime. Uh, yeah, he lives in a nearby housing project next to the Howard Beach Park where, uh, where she was jogging. And, uh, yeah, he was already angry. So he punched her in the face, knocked her down, punched her five more times. He'd been diagnosed as paranoid schizophrenic in the past as well. Oh shit! What a tragedy. What's that? Uh, I mean, oh, the whole just, killing and everything. Well, well, just well, I mean, obviously that uh, it it's always so angering if someone were to get medication and they wouldn't be homicidal. It's just like that seems like this problem that will never be solved. How to get them to take it? Yeah, everything, How do you rely every, on everything to take about it? it. Yeah, everything about I mean, when you have mental illnesses that are that severe that it can lead to Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like and and this is I I, I almost think that anytime somebody's paranoid schizophrenic, they should we should just uh take some definite step, you know what I mean? Because it Get him, get him to like volunteer for like a big brother, big sister kind of deal. Or I was just thinking, just throw him in the trash can, you know, because like they, it, it's rough. I look when I, you say shit like that, you. I'm a shocking person, you know. I mean, like I, 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 I present these. That's what the Nazis based, said. It's based in that an, they should kill 
No, they didn't say it. They just did it. That's Saying true. it is different from doing it. Okay. And it's and it's like also reflective of a certain kind of opinion that a lot I of... I somehow became a trans activist in this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, good, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, so... Guys have been They cut their mother's heads off When they're paranoid schizophrenic You know Another, another guy He cut his mother's head off That stand-up comic you know right Kicked it out No oh. I don't know any stand-up comic Who cut his fucking mother's head off What about the one who drowned the mom He dr- Yeah drowned the mom yeah, yeah So that's a different one Yeah okay. Yeah I was gonna bring that up next So there was a dra- He drowned his mom in a pool There was another one Paranoid schizophrenic Cut his mother's head off uh, Left it out in the yard Like a Like a Halloween display And then jumped in front of a fucking train uh, anyway, Vetrano was a she was a beloved member of their family. Yeah, of course she was a jogger and a blogger. She was a blogger jogger who loved butterflies and wrote intimate details of her travels in her blog. She called the blog a collection of conversations, contradictions, and poetic conflicts. I'm I'm just gonna say that you're a branding genius and blogger jogger. I would <laughs> copyright that yesterday. Yes, yes uh, with a uh, what do you call it? Um, Slash, I guess, is in there. Blogger I mean, jogger. It, blogger jogger. And in, in it sounds like it sounds like a juggernaut. That sounds like a real blogger jogger we got in our hands. I think here. it sounds like something you'd say on a walkie talkie, like blogger jogger. Uh we are uh, fourteen ticks to the east. Yeah. Uh, in addition to uh, musings on love, sex, and relationships, she imagined her own funeral, wrote about her horror over the hey. Charles Manson murders, you know, which is a normal thing no. to write about. I think it is. Do you think about your funeral? I have. What did what did you what song do you want? At my funeral? Yeah. Oh man, when I thought about it, it was probably like Highway to Hell or something like that. You know, I mean, it was my twenties. I don't really think about shit like that. Anymore. I want. Here's what I want. I'll get knocked down, but I'll get up again. But not this time. Yeah. Yeah. You do a little variation on it. Yeah, you tub want, thumping, really. And then yeah, I want. Okay. A, and then I want right. a Mandy Statmiller impersonator. Okay. Jumping out. All right. Some uh, reports now say there were uh, troubling incidents with this guy in the past, though. Uh, according to New York Post, he once admitted to a teacher's aide in high school that he wanted to knife his female classmates. That's what I was talking about. We we had recorded an earlier version of this, and we wanted to get more facts. But yeah, he wanted to knife his female classmates. Wow. He was taken into police custody as an EDP in the past. Edible. Emotionally disturbed person. Oh, okay. Uh, once his name uh, emerged as a person of interest in the murder, police asked Lewis to voluntarily submit DNA. He did. And then uh, it matched DNA under the victim's fingernails, the victim's neck, and the victim's phone. Yeah, that seems kind of sealed and shut. You would think, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, the, but no, the DNA, it's tainted. And so, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Sure, he was in the area. Sure, he admitted to killing her. Sure, he admitted to raping her. Right. Sure, sexually assaulting her. Sure, he, they and the DNA is there. But it's, it's all wrong. It's all yeah. wrong. The case against him began when an off-duty cop saw him in the Howard Beach area, acting suspiciously, called the local precinct, who questioned uh, him. They had no reason to hold him at the time. And then uh, Chief of Detectives Robert Boyce, he said that uh, police focused on Lewis after reviewing a 911 call made by someone in the area who said that the unemployed man was acting suspiciously. So that would be that. And uh, that put him on the cop's radar. And then they found that Lewis had been hit with three summonses dating back to 2013 nearby the Howard Beach crime scene. Police worked on a profile. They were... and. Uh, in the past, uh, in, 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 in 10 days, they had 10 days and, uh, that's, that's how much time once the, you know, once they kind of had him, uh, police initially thought it might be some kind of a stalker killer because of her blog and public persona kind oh, of thing. Geez. But then they figured out it was a chance encounter. Uh, 
But, uh, okay, now, Philip and Kathy Vetrano were really active in seeking answers about her murder. You know, they raised uh, almost 290000 at the time of this, $290,000 through a GoFundMe page. It might have been considerably more in the end. I'm not sure. But they were offering a reward for the, uh, the arrest and, and confession of the killer. Uh, like I said, that report was, like, from February 2017, which I think was around the time of the arrest. A surprising move... They even offered the grieving parents uh, the reward money to the killer himself. What? Had he just turned himself in, which they could give to whoever he chose. You know, he could give it to whoever he chose. They really wanted. They wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to know. They wanted answers. Yeah. So to me, that seems like beyond regular punitive type stuff. Yeah. Uh, Now uh, we have this statement. because, you know, they appeared on television a few times. Yeah, this is wild. I couldn't believe what I was and, hearing. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Kathy Vetrano. Um, you, you and I can say, listen. You got to say when it was. Yeah, it was five days after the uh, murder. Yeah. And so. And it's the mom. I yeah. thank Howard Beach beyond words. Every single one of you. And now. Look into my eyes, everybody, because I'm going to address the coward. Whoever you are, whether you're one, whether you're ten, I'm going to just use singular. But I'm here to remind you, in case you don't already know, that now... It's the whole entire world against you. The whole entire world knows what a pathetic, puny, weak piece of filth that you are. The whole world knows that. And soon, I know they're all going to know your face as well. Soon we're going to have a face to the dickless piece of garbage that you are. And above and beyond you all, you know that my daughter was a force to be reckoned with. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you motherfucker, that you will be reckoning with that force, not only for the rest of your pathetic life, but for the rest of eternity as you fucking burn in hell. I guarantee you that. My daughter was a big believer of karma. And as you could see, she's magical. The whole world knows she's magical. And I guarantee you, you will pay forever. Kathy Vetrano, yeah. Um, she's uh, obviously filled with emotion and means every word she says. And, uh, yeah, it's not too often you get to see that. I, 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 really, I really liked it. And I also really liked that she said she was m- magical. I mean, that's a, that's a mom who... 
really loves her daughter. Who gets her daughter. Yeah. And also, yeah, yeah and, and, and who, uh, you know, takes the extra step to, like, I mean, uh, a lot of people will try to sanitize these kind of things, yep. you know, for, and I'm sure that it was edited uh, for PIX11 and Fox 5 and NBC. Yeah. But she says, uh, yeah, the, you, you dickless piece of garbage. That was wild. Yeah, yeah, it, it is it is wild. And those are the, yeah, the uncensored words of a, a grieving mother, so... Uh, very well done, and now you know this, this is uh, this. Yeah, this is not after the arrest. This is not after the trial. This is uh, yes. yeah, after the, they were very angry, and and uh, I hope they have some measure now of closure on this, on uh, and that they get to keep that sense of of jubilance, you know, uh, through whatever stupid appeal. You know the the legal aid uh, is is bound to file. They vowed to. Appeal I hope they. This thing. I hope they hook up with a uh, good writer so they can get you know um, a book deal and some money to go towards whatever foundation or towards themselves or whatever. Or whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah. It, they will be. Uh, yeah, it, this seems as if this would be a great movie. Eh. Uh, th- by the way, that unedited uh, version of that was on the YouTube page of. Uh, but we'll link you to it. If you want to go to crimereport.nyc, you can find the link for that. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Congratulations for Toronto family. Now, as promised yesterday, a few details about the rape accusation directed at NBA star Kristaps Porzingis, former NBA, uh, former uh, New York Nick, and now uh, of the Dallas Mavericks. Thursday, a woman walked into the 10th precinct. Shout out to the courageous officers of the 10th. Uh, they're the ones who made the arrest in the uh, Patterson of the Patterson terrorist who, uh, as you remember, convicted of uh, detonating a crock pot or like a pressure cooker or something bomb outside. I think it was a, a pressure cooker outside the uh, Visions uh, rec center there, blind rec center a couple of years ago. Uh, she walked in and reported this woman Thursday that she'd been raped over a year ago by the NBA, uh, NBA player Chris Stops Persingas. Now, uh, this was hours after he'd suffered a devastating knee injury at the garden. Wow. He allegedly went home, raped a neighbor. She lives wow. in the building. According to law enforcement sources, uh, he invited a, a woman, allegedly, in, uh, in, who lives in the building, to his penthouse around 2 a.m. February 7th of last year. Uh, a high-ranking source at NYPD says the woman's claim is believable, even though the Post notes that the attack was not reported to last Thursday after allegedly occurring over a year ago, and the woman has admitted to police that she discussed taking $68,000 payment or she would go to the police with the story. So uh, that was... She She took payment and then... Well, it, it's not really clear if uh, any money was exchanged at this okay. point. However, yeah. there's... It seems to report in the story that he reneged on that deal. But... Wow. Uh, however... Yeah, she. Uh, there was some payment negotiated. It was supposed to pay her brother's college tuition. Jeez. So sixty-eight grand. I don't know where he's going to school, but uh, I think rapers, you. <laughs> her brother. I don't know. <laughs> Just uh, well, uh, it's, a, it's a college that it's all rape payoff money scholarship funds. It seems as if it's it's all like um, Bad a lot name, of lot of, lot of rape in college, a lot of alleged rape. Rape got a lot easier to allege and win, you know, thanks to uh the executive order of a few years ago. And now what my understanding is after talking to uh Heather McDonald who was on last night's show, Crime Report, great interview with Heather yes, McDonald, was. author of uh, Diversity Delusion and the War on Cops. She 
Yeah, she said that a lot of these colleges are just kind of like staying where they're at as far as that goes, even though sure. uh, Betsy, big, Betsy DeVos business. has reversed the... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, Well, they compete for it. They want to have a lot of rape allegations. And a lot of people who despise Trump, who think everything about him represents end times, they are for the pulling back of the mm-hmm. Title IX overreach and turning it into this sexual industrial complex that yeah. has become... Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's really a, a, a bad situation there. There's so many is, lawsuits are, are coming out of it because guys are getting ridden out of college on a rail when they haven't done anything wrong. They yeah, don't have a and, chance to defend themselves. And sometimes they have done very wrong things, but I sure. think I think wor- worth just considering is the way some of these cases look, they just don't pass the kind of America smell test in terms of, you know, you're a a fair trial. Yeah. And that you're, um, you're supposed to have the right presumed innocence. I mean, some of these, some of these, yeah, kids are, it's the lowest burden of proof that they can, that they can, that you can have 51% or something like that. There was one case in the New York times about like a young, uh, black Southern football star. Mm-hmm. He didn't get convicted the first time, not the second. He got convicted after triple jeopardy, which is not allowed. And but because it's the, these kangaroo courts, it mm. was. And you know his whole life is just down the shitter. You're talking about like in in a on a campus court on and a campus court. Oh right, not they once can, but twice he was found not guilty. Yeah, and and they went back and tried him a third time. Yeah, and they didn't even let him know, so he wasn't given. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. Just, Did they let him have an attorney? Because a lot of times they won't. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of times they won't. You can't even have an attorney. Sometimes you don't even know who your accuser is. Yeah. You won't even be told that. You can't question your accuser. I would definitely All recommend. All these things are like very, very like, you know, traditionally associated with justice. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm a little bit less afraid because I had written a big article for that I was going to publish in Quillette about this kind of, you know, sexual um, nightmare on mm-hmm. campus. I mean, Laura Kipnis has done a lot of good writing about that, about her Title IX nightmare. And then when she wrote a piece in the Higher Ed Chronicle, someone was triggered by the piece she wrote. And that that jiggered a new Title IX investigation. I mean, like, it's really... How many words it end with Igor are you going to use in this paragraph? What? <laughs> you said triggered and jiggered. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, she wow. Was, uh, someone was triggered by the article, and that jiggered another <laughs> Title IX nightmare. Uh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. There's not that many. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. what, uh, what, so someone sued over this stupid article that she wrote? Or, or not a stupid article, but over her article? Yeah, her... About Title IX? Yeah, her her case is very extreme. If you start going down the Title IX rabbit hole, mm-hmm. you will come out of it determined to never send your kids to college or give a cent to any college yeah. ever again. Right. A lot of people are there. Trade schools are the it's way to go. It's stupid. Yeah, it's just, it's you're an idiot if you are spending a ton of well, money sending your, well, I shouldn't say idiot, but I just mean. If you're trying mean, to become a lawyer, doctor, or something, you don't have any choice. And, and I'm not talking just like, you know, IVs and, you know, renowned. I mean, I know someone whose kid 
Oh, right. Any, after the any first, university. Yeah. After the first week was, you know, they saw a video of their kid burning an American flag and they were like, whoa, you know, I mean, just. Yeah, that sounds like some anecdotal uh, type of thing that, yeah. that, that you probably would have made fun of at one time, you know, like, OK, big deal. Oh, some parents are really worried about, you know, the lack of patriotism in the colleges and it's yeah. just natural rebellion and stuff like that. But it's beyond that at this point. Well, right. Because it's more uh, <laughs> it's more like someone made the comparison and this is, you know, obviously it was a more extreme comparison. I think I even deleted my tweet in response to it. Well, you, but you're going to go ahead and say it now. OK, well, it was just well, yeah, I don't I don't mind. What is it? What I mean, it? I stand by the observation, well, which was all it was, was um, more information elaborating on what someone else observed, which mm-hmm. was that some of these kids are like uh, Nazi youth in terms of like, if you look at the Nazi youth league, they would turn in their parents, they would go against them. And so I think I just screen grabbed an article about that happening mm-hmm. Um but so yeah, I have no problem saying that. But I just kind of didn't want to be. Well, on Twitter is a different deal. Yeah, I just kind of was You're like, I was like, I, I, I kind of want to stay out of this whole very particular fray. sort of a group. You know, yeah, I, I don't get all freaked out about Twitter because I never say anything that I can't stand by. I don't think. And like, uh, fuck it, it's a snake pit. You know, like a lot of anybody who's going to hate me hates me already. Regardless, you know what I mean. I've already said enough things doesn't really take much you don't have to be very outspoken but they don't seem to bother people who just like are gonna go ahead and talk anyway you know what i mean like it's like so what it's it's people who they who sense they have something to lose i guess you know and and then like you do have a name that is not associated with like uh being anti anything really uh as far as i know i mean although I mean, do you, do you or do you think that that's not true? I don't know what you mean, anti anything. What do you mean? Well, okay. Well, nobody's going to go like, oh, she's anti-feminist. Oh no, she's misogynistic. I'm definitely, I'm definitely she's, not. You know what? Any uh, that's what I mean. Well, anti I mean, I'll, anything. I'll, I'll say conservatives that, don't care what you're against. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I think that I am a, a misinterest in hating men. Really? And I also think I'm a misogynist and hating women. I think I'm overall kind of a, a misanthrope. Just I think a hater. I, well, and, and I think I try to be more of a lover because I have self-awareness about my misanthropy. It's just any, any, anyone who's ever worked in journalism is a misanthrope. You can't be if you're following stories like this, you know, fucking devastated mom. Yeah. Whose whole fucking life force and purpose for, if you really stop and feel that and let it in, you know, this is right, like, but, it's, it is, it's, but you do feel it to a some degree. No, I, I, no, 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 You're no, not no, feeling no. that with her when she says that you sound as if Hell, you were. Well, I mean, yeah, more so than sometimes the compartment compartmentalization doesn't work. Right. But it breaks I, through it with that plain language. Yeah. 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 That, and, and she had a way of reaching everybody, which yeah. she certainly did. But anyway, I, I anyway, want to return just, to the topic. Yeah. Of, of but this. you get what I'm saying. Sure. I think. Sure. Yeah. I think I think it's pretty plain. Uh, the uh, this this um, rape, uh, alleged rape, you know, uh, the guy is uh, an NBA player. He had 68. He was a multimillionaire, you know, so 68 grand wouldn't have been that big a deal. I mean, he now I, I have from a police source that uh, the woman was not uh, attractive. 
I don't know if that's, I know that's not like a popular thing to say, but I have a police source saying that she's about a four out of 10, four out of 10. Now he's it, Latvian. It, it, he's Latvian. He's on a different scale, right? It, if it, you're a seven, three Latvian guy, but he is a multimillionaire. So, I mean, it just depends on how fast his standards could come up, I guess. In the super cut that Buzzfeed or someone will inevit- inevitably do, mm. you know, if we ever uh, super cut. achieve anything. Meaning like um, a compilation of yeah, the worst of. Okay. Yeah, an attempt to, if we if we ever even got like uh, close to being, having, able to have a milkshake duck type moment someone would I, I do don't know, i don't know what you're talking what is a milkshake doc okay so milkshake you, if when you talk in these terms milkshake just makes d- you sound trendy milkshake it's not it's it's uh milkshake doc milkshake duck is when everyone says yay we love this duck who drinks milkshakes yay he's the best oh uh-oh we found out he's a racist and then everyone stomps like a milkshake duck, and it's become like oh, a milkshake duck. Yeah, it's become like a, a internet shorthand for like a very quick elevation. So there was and a then milkshake there cancellation. Was a duck. So I'm saying, there yeah. was a duck that was drinking milkshakes <laughs> for real. No, that I mean, I think it's like a metaphorical. I don't think there was a real milkshake duck, but that's just like the shorthand. Wow, how imaginative. Yeah, kind of. So this is something, if it's you've ever tweet. heard of it, it's it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it you doesn't. either know it or you don't. You would know it. Hey, 12 people who know what a milkshake duck is. <laughs> I think a lot would Wink, be- wink. <laughs> no, it's a pretty known thing if you are too much online, which I count as a too much online kind of person. Well, yeah, for sure. The Twitter user Pixelated Boat coined it, I believe. So anyway, I'm saying whenever, if, if we win an Oscar or something, which would be amazing, but someone who's going to do like a super cut of like the 29 reasons why Pat Dixon and Mandy Stamler are the worst, one of them would be you describing a potential, you know. Rape victim is four out of 10, but I didn't. Yes. I'm quoting a police source. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. So uh, we can take that right out of the super cut, milkshake duck motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I could go ahead and cut the last five minutes of conversation out. Uh, I got, and the thing is, that makes me angry about that. Oh, not uh-oh. angry. Take it, just take it easy. Not angry, but just like the frustrating part is that, like, from the moment you said when they make the after I, I said that, I knew exactly. What, I knew exactly what you were going to say. I know. I knew I, it. You, to, oh, I would have if you hadn't said milkshake duck. The whole thing would have been over in an instant. Right. But I had to get to the bottom of that. So, okay, it's unclear if any money was exchanged. And, and his attorney says that he denies the allegations unequivocally. That's how you say that, yeah. Unequivocally. And says that he uh, he made a formal. They they also made a, uh, we made, this is the lawyer speaking, we made a formal referral to the federal, to federal law enforcement on December 20th, 2018, uh, rather, based on the accuser's extortionate demands. So we also alerted the NBA months ago. They're aware of the ongoing investigation of the accuser by federal law enforcement. So now the accuser is under is under uh, investigation for extortion. Wow! Or, or extortionate behavior, alleged extortion, perhaps. That um, basketball player must have uh, watched the famous David Letterman episode where he says, "I used to have st- sex with my staff." 
and then completely pulled out the power from his extortionists. Oh, remember that? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was that was crazy. He handled that. So what? What a what a what a guy that. And I'm not even saying like what a good guy, but just the talent to fucking sell that. Great move. Oh my god, and such the talent a great to sell move. it too. Yeah, yeah. Because he brought it up out of nowhere. He didn't. He didn't sit everybody down first. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what you were saying. I was telling you about being nervous to talk to someone because I couldn't handle the rejection. Mm-hmm. And you were, yeah, you were giving me kind of similar yeah, energetic approach kind of advice. Feet on the ground, just, you know, say your piece. While the, uh, so, so while the FBI investigates her, the criminal case has been taken over by NYPD's Special Victims Unit. I'm also told uh, that... Uh, like like secondhand or whatever that there may be like a, a special victims unit for a special special victims unit for celebrities mm, and and like sense. rich athletes and stuff yeah because there's so much celebrity quote rape you know and there's like there's like double double dongs on that show it's like dong 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow interesting use of double dong <laughs> <laughs> double double dongs. Dung dung. Dung dung. Well, the alleged attack occurred inside the Sky Building, by the way, Midtown West. Do you know that building? Uh, no. I don't either. All right. I I hate the name, though. The Sky Building? It's so pretentious. It's up in the sky. Oh, yeah. I live at uh, the Earth Building. (laughs) Just meet me me in the cloud corridor. I live in the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire Building. Yeah. Yeah, meet me in the funk uh, (laughs) R&B section of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. These are attempted <laughs> jokes, you know. I can't stand by them. Uh, we're 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 way over time here. Um, but on wifeblbook.com, check it out. Boom, to get boom. that book. Boom boom. Yeah, to get the double dong. And uh, yeah, uh, crimereport.nyc. Watch Crime Report. Uh, I've got some great guests coming up. Um, and one of those, Mike Cernovich, will be a guest soon. That's oh, great. On twenty second. And, and if you show me a picture of a purchased on wifeablebook.com. I will draw a picture for you of whatever you like, including a double dong. Is that a good offer? Like a sketch, charcoal. Sounds like something you've not worked out very well. I didn't. I just, I said it off the top of my head. Yeah. Ignore that. Okay. I take back that offer. (laughs) Just reconsider it and maybe, okay, maybe there'd be something, you know, something else, but not that. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, tomorrow we'll talk about Anna uh, Sorokin and, and her court Okay. stuff because she's got a ton of courtroom stuff. By the way, uh, I, I forgot to say um, this is this is the uh, the, the second uh, daily show here, and and I, what I recognize is that sometimes I miss a punchline that I should have said. You know, like I'll listen to the show, I'll edit it, I'll be like, you know what, I should have said. Uh-huh. So uh, okay, so I need you to feed me the line you said. Okay, your line is uh, someone groped me at South by Southwest. Someone groped me at South by Southwest. Oh, was it Joe Biden? <laughs> that would have been the thing to say, right? Yeah. Didn't think of it in that was time. Good. All right. That was good. Thank you, Mandy Statmiller. Thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.